Denise is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. We are on Bedarin FM in Bumprugu. We are on Ganga FM in Jirapa. We are on A1 Radio Bogatanga Castle FM in Cape Coast. Also on Swiss FM in Ho. We are on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is proudly sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, prepare to bear the financial cost of illegal mining as the Public Utilities and Regulatory Commission imposes one CD tariff on every bill to enable the Ghana Water Company treat water destroyed by Galamse activities. Because of Galamse and others, they have to treat the water, go through a process more three times than what they were. So the cost of chemicals have really gone up uh, for water and that is the major. So if your bill was 100, you are paying one CD extra to support them. And as the IMF begins first assessment of his three-year program with Ghana, the PRC says conditions imposed on Ghana to address the energy sector debt is being implemented. But why is industry exempted for the new tariff announced? So we've heard uh, from the AGI that some companies are actually moving their base from Ghana to Cote d'Ivoire or even to Nigeria, where industrial tariffs are lower. Some are also cutting costs. Also this afternoon in politics, second highest decision-making body of the NPP holds a crucial meeting this afternoon for a possible consensus to avoid another election or special delegate elections between Boatye Jaco and Adenimo. It's just a matter of prevailing on them to, uh, if one could give in to the other, but it looks like they are all prepared to go the full haul. Otherwise, we are ready. We'll touch base with the election committee on the plan going forward. Also this afternoon, members of TUTAG mount pressure on leadership to strike again over conditions of service. We'll have updates on the meeting between CTAG and the National Labour Commission on this. Also in sports. 2023 GFA elections remain suspended as court case adjourned. And much later, Gabonese President Ali Bongo under house arrest as military officers take over power after the state election body declared him winner of Saturday's polls. We have details as calls for underperforming African leaders to step down to avert coups in Africa grows louder. In their 70s and ruling very young people who feel included, who have lost hope, who do not see any opportunities for improving their livelihood, then the military option, which is very important, comes the only option that is available. We have details of that and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. Also, uh, this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. We'll settle for details now and prepare to pay an additional one Ghana cities on every water bill. And we're told this is to enable the Ghana Water Company to properly treat water at the various pumps due to the activities of illegal mining. The Public Utilities Regulatory Commission that approved the request in the last week's tariff adjustment says the cost of treatment has become extremely expensive due to the activities of illegal mining. Ghana Water had warned it may be forced to shut down its treatment plants due to the impact of Galamse. Executive Secretary of the PURC, Dr. Ishmolaka says the cost imposed on consumers is to help the Ghana Water Company and keep it running. So for water, uh, I think the major drivers, one is the price of electricity. 
However, because we said the industrial customers will experience no increase, this time it didn't have any effect. The major driver for water is the cost of chemicals. So before recently they were using uh, a, a chemical for water treatment. Now what they've moved on to is what we call polymer, which is about 2.2 and a half times expensive, more expensive than the, what they were using previously because of galamsey and others. They have to treat the water, go through a process more three times than what they were using. So the cost of chemicals have really uh, gone up uh, for water, and that is the major. So if your bill was 100, you are paying one CD extra to support them. Well, let me bring in a uh, director in charge of communications with the Ghana Water Company, Mr. Stanley Mati. Thank you so much for your time here on the Midday News. One Ghana cities, I don't engage in Galamse. Why are you imposing this bill on me? Hello. Hello, Mr. Stanley Mati. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can hear you, Mr. Okay, I'm asking. Uh, one Ghana cities uh, on every bill. One wonders, we are not engaging in Galamse. Why should we be paying this? Um, yes, MFR, you may not be engaging in Galamse, but you have a relative and a friend who is involved in Galamse. Why are you not stopping him from doing it? Because the cost will be distributed for, to all of us to, to, to bear. So it is not about those who are doing it and those who are not doing it. We all have a role to play, and our expectation is that we all will get involved and ensure that uh, everything goes well. Okay, so that at least the cost of production can come down. And then we can also have the uh, um, thing. Uh, uh, the time can also come down, and then we can also produce more for people to consume. But up to so one Ghana cities on every bill, really, is that not too much? You'd say? Yes, we are producing millions of um, gallons or millions of cubic meters of water in a day, and we are using the, the quantities of chemicals that we are using is such that that one city can make uh, some significant difference. So. Let's see how things go. We are, for us, we are committed to serving the people of Ghana uh, very well and effectively. So whatever we have to do to ensure that portable water flows through the system uh, daily for people to consume and in adequate quantities, that is what we will do as an, as an organization. But as a, as a company, at least, we've been speaking for those who are going to pay, but as a company, the Ghana Water Company Limited, is the one city in position enough for you to treat the water that's coming in, which the turbidity levels has fallen that you've been talking about? Okay. So because of the quarterly review of the tariff that the PULC has adopted, we always accept what, what is given to us. We try to work with it, and we send them our reports. So based on our reports, they are able to tell whether it's enough or it's not. If at the next quarter they realize that it is not enough, they'll do what they, what they have to do. If they realize that it is more than enough, they will reduce it at the next quarter. So it is not like they are just increasing the thing, but they look at the parameters uh, and, 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 the, and the economy. And then uh, based on that, um, uh, they do the adjustments. It, it looks like the Ghana Water Company and the PRC are not hopeful that we will ever win the fight against illegal mining. Is that the case? We haven't stopped uh, fighting it. We haven't stopped talking to the powers that be. We haven't stopped um, looking at different avenues and different alternatives at curbing the, uh, the menace. So until we get the right solution, we'll keep, we'll keep um, fighting it. And so we haven't relented in that uh, angle at all. We are still working very hard to ensure that that menace is ceased. But is it one city you ask for originally or you ask for more as a water company? Um, MFR, uh, I wouldn't want to go into the details now. Like I said, uh, we sent our reports to the PULC and uh, based on the parameters they use in the calculations of the tariff, 
they're able to determine which is adequate. So let's work with it for the next quarter and let's see how it goes. Well, with all the fight, though, uh, there are concerns that at least um, the government has made a lot of effort in the fight against um, illegal mining, amongst others. Are we saying that all these um, did not impact the water in any way? It hasn't improved, you say? Um, sometimes when uh, sometimes there's improvement and sometimes uh, there's not. So the whole situation is like uh, uh, it goes down sometimes, it comes up sometimes. And so, but we need a, a, a definite and sustainable uh, solution to the problem so that we kept it once and we need to sustain it forever. So we are still working on it. I wouldn't say that it has failed, okay? But, uh, you know, whilst you are uh, trying to uh, get a stone to hit a bed, the bed is also looking at where to fly to. And I think that is a, a challenge that we are faced with now. So let's see how, how things go. We are fighting. But all we are saying is that let every citizen of Ghana get involved. Okay? Media men, uh, we need to put in more effort than you are doing now. The GWCL is doing its part. PLC, Water Resources Commission, government, and we are all doing our part. But let's all keep fighting until we win the fight. We're grateful. That's uh, Stanley Marty, Director in Charge of Communications at the Ghana Water Company Limited. We'll stay a while longer with the PURC because industry is exempted from the 4 and 1% tariff adjustment for electricity and water due to the threat by owners to relocate the operations to neighboring countries with low tariffs. Dr. Ismolaka says the decision was taken to save jobs. Industry pays more than what they should pay so that uh, residential customers uh, at least will have some space to breathe. But this is also affecting um, the cost of operation of industries. So we've heard uh, from the AGI that some companies are actually moving their base from Ghana to Cote d'Ivoire or even to Nigeria, where industrial tariffs are lower than residential tariffs. So that is the first one. Second is that some are also cutting costs. So one, they can cut, uh, they are here introducing some efficiency measures, but normally these costs affect also human resource. So if the cost of production is going up, then why don't we lay off some five people so that we can pay the electricity bill? So we felt that at least we should do it gradually to bring industry to their cost of service. And you may be aware by now, uh, by the Joy Business team, they've been telling us that the IMF team is in Ghana to carry out the first assessment of the first tranche of 600 million uh, granted to Ghana under the IMF three-year program. Dr. Ismolaka says the condition to address the energy sector is on course. We used to have what we call automatic adjustment. Now it's called quarterly adjustment. As we said, the board decided that yes, we can pass on or we should hold, hold on. Now per the IMF uh, deal. So the IMF is not asking us to bring the quarterly adjustment back. No. We have it. It's published on our website. Now what they are saying is that in order not to build debt in the sector, PRC should be consistent in implementing it. So that if there are any gaps, financial gaps, when we implement at least a house pay, so we don't go to 2025, say energy sector debt is this, the government may have to introduce taxes and so many other. That's the, the Executive Secretary of the PURC, Dr. Ishmolaka there. Um, the full interview on PM Express is available on all our social media platforms, also on myjoyonline.com. Now let's turn our attention to politics and the National Chairman of the New Patriotic Party, Stephen Ayesun team, says the party is ready to conduct another special election to break the tie from the Superdelegates Congress between Boachie Jaco and Adenimo. Mr. Ntim has, however, indicated that the National Executive Council and the National Council is meeting this afternoon 
Britain as part of attempts to engage the aspirants for a possible consensus to resolve the problem. We've gone through it already and um, we, we have uh, there's a tie at the fifth and sixth positions and uh, we are now thinking through how we are going to resolve that tie. So we, all, we don't know how it's going to end. We are all praying and hoping that uh, uh, understanding will prevail eventually for the party to move on. Um, that's what I can say for now. Oh, it's just a matter of prevailing on them to uh, if one could give in to the other. But it looks like they are all prepared to go the full haul. So we are getting ready to uh, meet. NEC will meet, followed by a national council, and then trying to find a solution or finality to the dialogue that we are trying to. You never know. Somebody can decide to change their mind even as we speak. So otherwise we are ready. It, 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 it is a change in mind here for all of us. That's the chairman of the NPP, Stephen Ayesun team, but field aspirant Kujopoku says he's consulting with his supporters to throw his support behind one of the five aspirants in the November Congress. Well, I have said that in the coming weeks, me and my supporters at the grassroots will look at who among the five we will support. And in two weeks' time, after we have done extensive consultation, we will look at who we will support. Well, look, the party did well. The election committee had done a marvelous job. I don't think so improve. I don't know what else they could do. They issued a directive. They engaged the aspirants. Everything that we came here to complain about, they, make, they, they basically didn't say, oh, go away. We don't think. Everything we said, they took on board. Well, so that's a field aspirant, um, Kojo Poku, there, um, insisting that he may throw his weight behind one of the five aspirants. My colleague of the political desk, Samuel Limbura, has been monitoring, uh, you know, that meeting between aspirants and the National Election Committee all day yesterday. He joins me in studio. Just do a recap of um, what you witnessed yesterday at the party's headquarters, the meeting between the aspirants and the election committee. So this meeting was to offer the aspirants the opportunity to raise the uh, concerns if there were any. Uh, in the conduct of the superdelegates congress that we witnessed over the weekend, uh, we had some of the aspirants coming. Um, Kojo Poku and Kennedy Ejapon were the main aspirants who came for this meeting, but okay. the others delegated their representatives to come. So one of the dominant issues was the alleged attacks on the Alan Chamantin's aid, or I mean agent, in the northeast region. So it was more or less a consensus, um, I mean, concern okay. from all of them that the committee should investigate into the matter and then expedite action. So yeah, according to them, they have given evidence to the committee and they're expecting that they would um, look into it and prosecute those who have um, well, who are culpable of the offences. Okay, thank you very much, Samuel Mbura. Let me bring in the spokesperson for the election committee, Alexander Afenyo Marking. Thank you so much for your time here on the Midday News. Sir. So from your interaction uh, with the aspirants and their representatives yesterday, what would you say is your preliminary finding or report or conclusion on the superdelegates election? Well, it was generally good. Um, the aspirants and their um, representatives um, uh, raised concerns about few issues that they thought could be addressed to make the system uh, perfect. But there was general satisfaction as to the conduct of the polls. Uh, regulations that were in place, the EC officials 
who conducted the elections under supervision uh, in terms of security were generally okay. Mm. Um, of course, with a few issues that uh, have come up, we took steps to address them. We'll continue the process of addressing the remaining on Thursday, that is tomorrow. So, so far, so good. And I'm sure when all is done, we'll make known to, to, to the higher authorities that mandated us our 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 final report well one key issue at least with one aspirant for instance at least apart from the attack on an agent of alan kuju chairman which we know that the party is resolving there's also uh, the issue about kennedy or heneage upon one of the aspirants in the election and then also we're told that there was a petition from his team to your your outfit really what's uh, the conclusion on that particular issue well i would I would rely on my 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 earlier response to the first question without more. Okay, well, I, I can understand that, but let's talk about uh, the intended runoff for this um, Saturday. Um, will it still come off, or there's a talk between the two sides um, to know if we will save all of us the trouble of actually going into a runoff on Saturday again? Well, as to talk of one person doing something for the other, uh, nothing has come to the attention of the committee on that. However, in the aspect of what is to be expected, I believe that the body responsible for um, taking such decision or aiding the party will meet, I believe, this afternoon. And I'm sure that the necessary inputs in taking such a decision will be taken from various organs of the party. And um, the outcome will be made known. So but all nine, all, all nine fifty-five me, delegates will be voting I believe, again. I believe that in all of these, the best interests of the party will prevail. Well, we wait for that meeting then. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Alexander Afenyo Marking is um, the spokesperson for the election committee, also the deputy majority leader. Now, let's focus on education and members of the Technical University Teachers Association of Ghana, TUTAG, a mounting pressure on leadership to declare a nationwide strike. They are asking for urgent measures to resolve a tussle over conditions of service in some of the technical universities. Members at the Bolgatanga Technical University are already on strike in demand for implementation of agreed end-of-service benefits. National leaders of TUTAC have scheduled an emergency congress for Friday for a decision to be taking on a collective industrial action. Nanaya Ojima has more in the following report. Last year, following a strike in demand for improved conditions of service, it was resolved that years served under the polytechnics are continued under technical universities. But authorities at the Bogatanga Technical University have failed to follow the directive leading to a strike by the teaching staff.
president of the Technical University Teachers Association of Ghana, Professor Collins Ameyao, is unhappy about the misunderstanding in some universities. According to the law, the service to the Technical University is considered as a continuous service. Okay? There was no point the service was truncated. We were not paid off during the conversion. We were not giving new appointment letters. It's a con continuation from the Polytechnic era to the university era. Initially, after the agreement, some of the universities started implementing. Those who have retired have been paid based on the understanding we all have. Some of the universities trying to give different meaning. Okay, and that is where the problem is. Presently, the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission is seeking interpretation of Section 42.6 of the Act from the Attorney General and Minister of Justice. In a letter cited by Joy News, GTEC noted the retiring staff who served in the polytechnic era be paid two separate retirement benefits, but TUTAC disagrees. All technical universities will be affected. And we tried uh, to reach this point. We struggle to reach this point. And we, we cannot sit down to allow some individuals to take us back. Nobody will be held ransom by just a, a stroke of pen. No, 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 no. That and staying on strikes, members of CTAC who have been striking are currently in a meeting with the National Labour Commission to find an amicable solution to their concerns. We can hear from the president of the Greater Accra branch of CTAC, Fidelis Kamai. We are very much surprised because there is no law that says that when you are on legal strike, your salary should not be paid. But that notwithstanding, we have resolved that the fight in which we have started will fight till we get to the end of the tunnel. So if it warrants that we look for alternative means to survive, we are going to do. We are looking up to what the outcome of Wednesday's meeting would be. If they are able to implement all the five arbitral awards, then the council will take a decision as to whether to call it off or to continue. Fidelis Kamayi there represents the Greater Accra branch of CTAC, taking us on a quick break here on the midday news sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience, also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. And we've been telling you to prepare to bear the financial cost of illegal mining as the Public Utilities and Regulatories Commission imposes one CD tariff on every bill to enable the Ghana water company treat water destroyed by galamsey activities will return from the break with sport and then gabonese president ali bongo under house arrest as military officers take over power after the state election body declared him winner of saturday's poll we have details as calls for underperforming african leaders to step down to avert coups in africa grows louder in their 70s and 80s, ruling very young people who feel included, who have lost hope, who do not see any opportunities for improving their livelihood, then the military option, which is very important, becomes the only option that is available. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source, clean fuel in full quantity.
Imagine say water wake up at dawn. You know both. You know chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor get water with water tank. Water tank? Yes, water tank. Mama mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water pepepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. As my boss, Mr. Foncho, go talk. <laughs> Beautiful, durable. With water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Danny Cranting is here. Hello, Danny. Hi, my friend. Let's go straight into the stories. And the 2023 GFA uh, election process remains suspended following the adjournment of the case involving Division 1 League side Kin Faisal and the football governing body earlier today. The new date for the case is Wednesday, September 6. The legal representatives of both parties agreed to set a new date to address their concerns as there was no court session today. Kin Faisal are seeking to stop the GFA from holding its schedule presidential election on September 27 until elections for the representatives of the National League Club's regional football associations and related bodies are completed. Board member of Accra Hearts of Folk, Dr. Nyaho Tamaklo, has urged King Faisal to withdraw the injunction petition from court. Why on earth will he come out now and talk about it? And also, as you put it right, the FA has its own, uh, what do you call Structures. it? Structure. Where you have um, a committee that looks into such, such things. Yeah. So I would suggest he goes there first. Unless he wants to destroy the whole football process. Yeah, it's the election process that he's fighting. Yes, that the election process yeah. is flawed. So. And, and, and that one, that, that, that would be unfair. I think I'll call him and tell him. He should try and drag this out of court. I'll call him. Yeah, board member of Accra Hearts of Folk, Dr. Nyahu Tamaklu, bring that into sports. Back to you, MFR. I can't wait for the outcome of that talks uh, with uh, Ken Faisal Chief, Elijah Greenstar. Now, two residents of the Kokode community in the Ashanti region have sustained gunshot wounds in a chieftain's dispute in the area. The nomination of Nanajiman as the new chief of the community is being resisted, leading to a clash of members of the two royal families. Nana Bwache Dankwa Yadom has the rest of the story. Residents of Kokode say they are living in fear following the firing of arms while protesting the nomination of Nanajiman as chief of the town. A section of the community were opposing the nomination of the chief, claiming he does not belong to the rightful clan. Two persons were hit by gunshots allegedly fired by the chief in an ensuing conflict. <laughs> The nominated chief came with a gang. He fired the gun at the beginning. While we tried to take a shot of the action, he pointed a gun at us. When we got down from the car, we heard gunshots from the aggrieved nominated chief. When we came across him, he threatened to shoot us. Opinion Kofi Nkrumah witnessed the incident which led to the disturbances in the community. The nominated chief broke into my house with a hammer. He took the stool from the room, we kept it. 
That's the situation in Kokodia. We're still following up on that for you. Now, in 2018, government started the implementation of the one district, one warehouse to solve problems of post-harvest losses in Ghana. While some warehouses have been operationalized, the warehouse in the Kasina Nankana West District in the Upper East Region remains closed. Features editor Jojo Kobna has been there. Here's his report. The construction of warehouses under the Infrastructure for Poverty Eradication Program will be a major booster in our efforts to guarantee food security and the transformation of the agricultural sector. Well, behind me is the one district, one warehouse in the Kasanankana area. Brilliant idea for farmers to actually farm and then when they have excess, they bring it here for storage and then later it's released onto the market. Brilliant idea. But, but, let's go in and find out what it's serving its purpose. The government has not put the warehouse to use. So the security man there has started rearing chicken in the warehouse. One district, one warehouse is a very coherent policy to help farmers store their harvest and reduce post-harvest losses. It complements the planting for food and jobs program. Of course, the people of Kasnan and Kna West were excited about this project because it would help them store excess rice which usually sells at three bags for the price of two in times of bumper harvest i've sold more than about thousand bags the thousand bags have gone i've got only about 100 bags money well farmers like isaac pabia looked forward to the completion and operationalization of the warehouse well, that's um, the situation with the one district, one warehouse. Now, the absence of location-specific forecasts in daily weather updates has been a concern to many Ghanaians. But the Ghana Meteorological Agency says this is possible with the availability of about four radar systems. It's on our climate focus. Mamu